A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Diana O'Carroll. This week, how many visits to the petrol station does it take to save the most money? Hi, this is Paul from Waldingham, Surrey. I was wondering if there was an optimum level to which you should aim to fill your car's petrol tank. In other words, after what level is the car simply using energy to carry around excess petrol? Or alternatively... Do the vehicle manufacturers make the capacity of the petrol tank the perfect size so that the car isn't using energy to simply carry around unnecessary petrol? Thanks for a great show. Apparently you can go an average of 28 miles between each petrol station in the UK. So how much petrol would you need? Hello, I'm James Painter. I'm one of the engineering leads on the Bloodhound Landspeed Record Project. Um, we're, we're at the moment designing and developing a vehicle to set a new land speed record, and we're, we're targeting uh, 1,000 miles an hour. Well, that's, that's an interesting question. I mean, really, once you're carrying around more fuel than you actually need to get from A to B um, or to your next petrol station, you're carrying around more fuel, essentially, than you need. So I suppose essentially non-optimum. But certainly it does vary depend on you know, how far you want to go, how quickly you want to get there, and how much you enjoy sweating when the low fuel light comes on. I mean, certainly in terms of vehicles and automotive manufacturers, a lot of, sort of family-sized fuel tanks tend to be sort of 40 to 60 litres. And, and really that's driven by giving vehicles a reasonable range. And also in terms of the packaging space that the manufacturer has actually got to play with uh, in terms of getting the fuel tank located. So when you are carrying around this, this additional fuel, yeah, I mean, certainly starting and stopping, accelerating and braking that fuel is probably more of a penalty within sort of town driving rather than maybe when you're on the motorway and you actually uh, pop it up to speed and you're just doing a, a constant speed along the motorway. So it's best to only fill up with what you need, but this could lead to hundreds of visits to the petrol station, which might be out of the way and therefore add extra mileage. Town and motorway driving can affect it, and if your petrol tank is full, then you'd be lugging around the equivalent of an extra 50 to 60 kilo person, according to Dr Zowie on the forum. And as several other forumers commented, a good set of tyres and a good driving technique could probably save you more fuel in the long run. Next week, when does wind chill make you hot? Hi, Naked Scientists. My name is Paul from Atlanta, and my question is this. How come commercial airliners and many other airplanes get very cold surfaces when flying, and re-entering spacecraft and many supersonic jets get very hot surfaces? At what speed does the wind chill effect give way to the heating effect? And how fast would I need to ride my bicycle through cold weather to maintain a room temperature? Answers to chris at thenakedscientist.com. You can write on the forum, which is at thenakedscientist.com forward slash forum, or you can Twitter us with at Naked Scientists. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. 
thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.